at a certain point in your life, if you are really honest with yourself and with your circumstances and agreements with others, you will come to a point where your life will begin to change fundamentally. This change will happen on the inside first, because this is born of a deeper recognition. The recognition that you are not living the life you are meant to live, and that you are not fulfilling the greater purpose that has brought you into the world. This stands in great contrast to your former emphasis, which is one of acquisition and advancement according to your ideas and the ideas of your culture and nation. Now something really different has happened. An awakening has begun. An awakening to a deeper the realm within yourself, a deeper experience. And though it may seem momentary and fragmentary at this point, it is enough to initiate a great shift in your life. This is the beginning of the return. The return to relationship and communication. The return to your connection with those who sent you into the world and with a greater purpose that has brought you here. A purpose that cannot be realized through intellectual inquiry alone, for it lives within you at this moment, waiting to be discovered. This has to do with your relationship with God and your spiritual family who sent you here. It has to do with a deeper responsibility and accountability that exceeds that which you assume with others around you, even with your family, even with your nation. For your greater commitment is to creation and to God. For this is what has brought you into the world fundamentally. The return is a key turning point, and though it might seem inconsequential and slight at the outset, a very fragile beginning. If you will stay with this, if you will honor this, if you will follow what the deeper knowledge within you is guiding you to do, if you will stop pretending about your life, and indulging yourself in things that have no promise or destiny, then the return will begin to build momentum and become stronger with each decision that you make in alignment with it. It is like a revolution on the inside, where something greater is going to take over, greater in you, more real, more powerful, more essential. And all that is false and fragmentary and temporary is overshadowed by this greater force and power that God has put within you, waiting the time when you would come to your senses, 
waiting for a time of a deeper recognition when a greater power and a greater destiny could emerge within you. This is what heaven waits for, you see. All that happened previous to this is really inconsequential, except that it could have led you so far astray that the turning point might never happen. And to prevent this, counsel has been given to you previously. But your mind was so obsessed and taken up that it is likely you did not hear it or feel it sufficiently to heed its warnings, to follow its recommendations. So heaven waits for the beginning of the return and the meaning of the return for you. You will not understand it as outset, and you will not understand it for a long time to come. But you follow this because it is natural and essential, and comes from the most reliable part of you, beyond the realm and the reach of the intellect. It is the most important event of your life. But at the outset, it will be very confusing, because now you seem to have competing agenda. Part of you wants to go one way, part of you wants to go another. You have conflicting goals. It's very confusing, you see. But it is merely the result of the greater voice within you are emerging and competing with what you have been following all along which is the voice of your culture, the voice of your fear, the voice of your desire, and the voice of others telling you who you should be and what you should be and what you should do and so forth, which has been there since the day you were born. Now something else is taking place. Now your life is becoming really important. It has the potential for being this. And though you have a long way to go, and your beginning is fragile and uncertain, heaven will begin to pay attention to you. It will pay attention to you also because it is so easy to fail and to fall back into the shadows at the outset. Your deep incentive, though real and consistent, has to compete with greater forces in your mind and circumstances that want to lead you back into your former life. But the journey begins with disappointment. When you begin to see the goals you have followed have failed you and will fail you, even if you attempt them again and again, they will not lead to what you are really looking for. Success, romance, falling in love, pleasure, excitement. You will see, none of these will ever give you what you are really looking for, which is a deeper connection in life and a fulfillment of a greater destiny that has brought you here in the first place.
Now heaven begins to pay attention to you because you need its strength. There are things you must overcome. There are things you must set aside. There are decisions that are consequential that you must make. Some of them are very big and significant. Some of them are small but still important. For from this point on, you're either strengthening yourself or weakening yourself. You're moving forward or moving backwards. You are swimming or you are sinking. So everything you do, every commitment you make, every decision now becomes more significant because the outcome is so very important. You have begun a greater journey the most important journey of your life, the most important journey of anyone's life, a journey back to yourself, a journey back to the redemption and integration with your deeper nature, which is represented by knowledge. Now the part of you that has wandered in separation begins to reconnect with the part of you that has never left God. This is the great homecoming. But it is not happening in a moment when a great realization, when a flash of lightning. It is a journey you must take. For you are here to give something to the world. And it is in the process of doing this that you begin to truly reunite with your true self. But your desires are still there. Your regrets are still there. Your hostilities are still there. You have not escaped them yet. Your weakness is still there. Your vulnerability to manipulation and persuasion and admonition from others is still there. You have the shadows and the overcast of your past staying with you, pulling you back, pulling you down. It is still there. God does not wipe all this away. God gives you something important to do, and that is the journey out of your hopeless dilemma, your hopeless pursuit for happiness and fulfillment, your hopeless pursuit for true security and meaning. God gives you the way out by giving you something important to do in the world, because the world needs a contribution from you. And contribution is the only reason to be here anyway. It's the only thing that will satisfy the deeper yearning of your heart. True relationship and true contribution, this is what you are really looking for. Until the return was initiated, you were looking for a sissy. 
Though inside yourself you were looking for these, but you were looking everywhere else. You were lost in the world. In a way, your former position was completely hopeless. There was no possibility of success. That is why God initiated the return. And that is why heaven looks upon you now to support that return, to encourage it, to strengthen you, and to counteract your weak tendencies, fears, and self-doubt. You need now greater system. This will set you on a search for new relationships that will represent your destiny and that can support the emerging power and awareness within you. The return will occupy the remaining years of your life because it is far greater than you realize at this moment. It is not enough to seek healing, for you are not sent into the world to seek healing. There is greater work for you to do. There is a world to serve. There are specific situations that will be yours to attend to. There will be very important relationships to be established. There is great strengthening that must occur in the development of important skills and abilities. Never think that you just awaken to yourself one day and you are complete. But this is a big mountain to climb. And climb it you must and gain the strength and the wisdom and the freedom to climb it, you must. And to learn of its ways, its pathways, its hazards, its great benefits, you must. Now your life begins to take a great turn. substantiated by many different steps and stages, situation. Everything around you will begin to change because everything within you is beginning to change. And with it, your values, your priorities, what you look for in relationships, communication, what you seek, all will change, as they must. Here, your destiny begins to pull you. For destiny is everything. When you leave this life and return to your spiritual family, they will ask you, did you accomplish your tasks? And in that moment, it will be absolutely clear whether you did or did not. There is no condemnation here. 
but the truth will be entirely evident. And you will see completely, without deception, what must be done. For when you leave this life, you will not have beliefs. You will not have the concerns you have today. You will return to how you really are and to your true condition. Your spiritual family will not be interested in all the things that you did, in the places you went, in the people you were with, and the thrilling things and the disappointing things and all the details of your life. But that is behind you at that point. Their concern is did you fulfill what you set out to do? This then gives you a sense of what life is really for and what it is really about and what is really important and what will speak to your heart and to your soul. It is not the same things that feed the anxiety of the wandering desires of your mind, your personal mind, your worldly mind. But you must be very patient, for this is a big mountain and a long journey, and there is more for you to learn and to unlearn, to see and to recognize, more for you to forgive. A different way of being in the world must be established. A different way of being with yourself. A different way of viewing your mind and your body and your circumstances. Now your greater relationships have a foundation. Now the people you are destined to meet can finally begin to come into your life. But before this could happen, your life must be open and free. If you are bound by your former commitments entirely, well, you may feel the pull of heaven, but you cannot move. You will be chained to the ground. Heaven will bless that which is real in your life from the past. But you have to be open to a whole new reality. This will liberate your mind. This will free your emotions. This will give you the eyes to see and the ears to hear. In time. You are living now not for yourself alone. You're living for your spiritual family. You're living because you are in relationship with creation beyond the physical realm. Your range of relationship now is expanding. Instead of a lonely, forlorn individual trying to seek happiness and avoid pain and disaster in the world, you are now associating with something magnificent and great but it is purposeful. For the journey is not simply to be happy and to experience bliss. For true happiness will come through the fulfillment of your purpose and destiny here. 
There's no running away into happiness and bliss, as so many people think, for that is not Suratan. Only God knows the way. You cannot create it yourself, nor can anyone else in life. Something greater must be happening. You cannot redeem yourself. God has sent a new revelation into the world to speak of these things, to bring great clarity into the world regarding that which is most essential, to clarify the intention and the purpose of your greater nature and the deep relationship you have with those who sent you here and with those who watch over your life once the return has begun. You will not view their presence as an intrusion. You will view it as a great strength and reinforcement and a great blessing. For now your life has greater importance and a greater possibility. And though you do not understand what this means, or what it will require, or what the journey ahead will bring to you, you follow this because it is so very natural. You follow this because you have been sent here to receive and to follow this. Here you are not a great saviour or a saint. Here you are not given a glorious and profound role. Forget these things. They are attempts to elevate yourself above others, to make yourself significant, to draw others' attention to you. This is not what we are speaking of at all. Your rule will be simple, it will be humble. It will likely go unnoticed in the world, but it will have a great impact on those people you are destined to serve and to meet. There is no glory or fame here. Do not seek these things, for they will lead you astray. Now you are coming back into relationship with creation itself. Though you are still in the world as a person, carrying out the duties of being a person in the world, and dealing with all the difficulties and problems of being a person in the world. Your internal problems, the problems with others, the difficulty of communicating with people who don't know how to communicate, the difficulty of being in relationship with people who do not know how to be in a relationship. Being with people who have not begun the return, who are still drifting aimlessly and suffering terribly. Now you are beginning to know things, to see things, to feel things that were not available to you before 
for your mind was too taken up and too captivated by the world. It is not an easy situation. You will feel the suffering of the world. You will feel the suffering of others. You will see how difficult it is to establish a meaningful relationship with people. Even the people you have known for a long time, even the people who are close to you, they are not yet responding to what you are responding to. You will feel alone and isolated, perhaps, estranged from your former circumstances to a certain degree. This is entirely natural. But you must be reminded of this constantly. That is why God has provided the steps to knowledge. To occupy your mind and to give you strength and reinforcement and a deeper education while you undergo this fundamental and essential transition within yourself. For you are now living at a time of revelation. The messenger is in the world. It is the greatest time to be in the world. God has given a new revelation for humanity. It is of the greatest importance for you. These things we speak of would be difficult to establish in the former traditions because they have been so overlaid with human interpretation, human adaptation, and human corruption, you would need a wise teacher within any of the traditions to learn of the things we speak of here today. Humanity needs a great revelation now. For the world is entering a period of great travail. And you have come into the world to serve a world in this difficult and challenging time. It is not merely for your own restoration that we speak of these things. It is for the restoration of the world, where you will play your small but important part. For your liberation will be in part because you are freed from being obsessed with yourself obsessed with your needs, your problems, your fears, your dilemmas, your conflicts, your difficulties with others, your circumstances, your needs. Your mind will be free now to attend to greater things, which represent the real importance of your life. And you will have to attend to other matters, the practical matters, with great efficiency and clarity. The return will require a different way of being with everything. But it will not be imposed upon you. It will simply be the natural emergence of knowledge within you. As you take the steps to knowledge, do not try to convince others. Do not try to teach others. For if the return has not begun in sin, they will not understand. And though you may love them and hope for the best for them, it is you who must take this journey now. 
you are not strong enough or wise enough or clear enough to be a real teacher and you do not know who to teach or how to teach or what to teach. You must receive before you can give. You must take the steps to learn. You must learn what knowledge will reveal, what must be strengthened, what must be relieved. What must be avoided? How to be with people, who to be with, how to be with him, how to be with yourself, how to seize the world without condemnation, how to navigate changing circumstances. You're standing at the beginning of a great education. You are blessed for this. Though you may not feel blessed, you are saved, though you may not feel saved. It is building that which is strong and true and relieving yourself of that which is false and weak that represents the essential pathway that you are. For this is the return. The return to wholeness, greatness, wisdom, power, contribution. Finally, you could begin to live the life you were meant to live. Finally, you can begin to take the journey that you must take. It is so different from what you did before. Finally, you have the chance of coming back into true relationship and communication with those in the world and beyond the world who represent your core and fundamental relationship. Finally, you begin to comprehend the real meaning of God's power and presence and how God works within a world, within a world of separation. Finally, you begin to recognize your value and the value of others and to look on the world with compassion. Finally, you will begin to see what could not be seen before, what could not be heard before, and what could not be felt before. Finally, you have begun the return.